Okay, I think this one's gonna be quick and I'm gonna make it quick and it's actually gonna be quick. Um, so I started watching The Pentaverit on Netflix. Um, I don't really wanna review that show. I, <laughs> I have not finished it yet. I kind of have mixed feelings about it. This isn't really about the show itself. This is about um, this cinematography choice that the show makes um, and how cool I think it is and where it shows up in other places and how much I absolutely don't know what I'm talking about but th still think this is th the coolest thing ever. Um, so in this show, uh, there's, uh, in the first episode at least, there are two storylines that are going on. There's the storyline of this American climate scientist who has been kidnapped into the secret society called the Pentaverit. Um, and it's like this, this, you know, secret society with their secret hidden bunker headquarters and all of these people in robes and grand buildings and like helicopter flights and things like that. Um, and then the other story is of this Canadian news anchor who is nearing retirement age and is f a bit out of touch with the youth and everyone is like kind of trying to shuffle him off of his his set so that he um, they can make way for somebody who can spice things up a little bit more in the network. Um, and so we have these two distinct uh, like storylines going on. And something that I personally picked up very, very quickly, and I was kind of surprised that I did because I'm usually not this observant, um, was that they're shot in two different aspect ratios um, and at two different resolutions. So the American storyline is shot at, I don't know what the actual aspect ratio is, but it's like, you know, your normal, like wide, I don't think it's widescreen, but like, you know, you know you're, it's longer than it is tall landscape orientation and the same aspect ratio that every other show on Netflix uses um, and is shot in like HD or whatever and the Canadian storyline is shot I can't remember because it's it's been a while since I looked at it but I think it was pretty much like a one-to-one -one or, or something like that uh, close to uh, four to three or something like that um, and uh, it's slightly fuzzier, and uh, it's a very deliberate choice um, in order to, to show these two different things. We have this, like, high-tech, sleek, uh, secret society world that's, like, advanced high-tech. I already said high-tech already, but oh, whatever. Um, and then we have this quiet, bumbling man from Toronto who uh, has been giving the news for the past 50 years, um... And to like really pull, pull like to really like show that contrast, they completely change the the method of of filming. Um, and this is something that I think is absolutely like so cool. Uh, it's not new to this show. Um, but what this show does in in particular is uh, it has so this show is very like um, it's very meta. It's very self referential. Uh, there's this bit in already in an episode that I've seen where they have everybody, everybody in America is cursing. Uh, you've got F-bombs dropping left and right. And this one character is like, oh my gosh, like, why are they all cursing so much? Um, and then it like cuts to a Netflix exec who's like, you know, let's rewatch that show, that scene without the cursing. And then it's uh, very suggestive. Um 
so it's that kind of show. So it knows what it's doing about that. It's poking fun at things. Um, um, but the thing that, that that is very cool is it when the character whose name I don't actually could not tell you because I am bad with those names. Um, when the news anchor goes from Canada to America, uh, they, like they go through border patrol and there's this shot of like the car going from one to the other and the screen is split down the middle um, and it's got like Canada, it says like Canada and America on like one side or the other and one half of the screen is in the Canada aspect ratio and resolution and the other half of the screen is the American uh, aspect ratio and resolution. Um, and so this is like, uh, in all of the, the stuff that I've seen where aspect range ratio changes throughout a movie, it's never like this this blatant, like the, the this much attention is not drawn to it. Um, it's usually, and I'll talk about this in other in other places. It's usually um, something that happens, like flashbacks are done in one aspect ratio versus another, or um, there's like a a gradual shifting uh, from one to the next. Um, but there's not like literally you see a line down the middle of the screen and one half of it looks like a square and the other half looks like you know what we're used to in 2022 as like a normal uh tv size um and it was just something it was such a cool moment um and there's like a moment a little bit earlier than that where one of the characters uh, mentions something about um canada being very fuzzy um and then uh, they like go into America and they're like, oh wow, Canada really was fuzzy, huh? Um, no, sorry, let me repeat that. Oh wow, Canada really was fuzzy, eh? Um, and so anyway, so I just like that moment made me keep watching this show. I'm not gonna lie, there are bits and pieces of the show that I'm kind of like, eh, it's okay. Um, but like literally, <laughs> literally just that one moment, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Um, because I love, I love the way that, like, I, I really just gotta, like, fucking, like, take a cinematography class somehow, um, because I, I think this shit is so interesting, and I just know nothing, <laughs> I know nothing about it, except for the stuff that I look at and, like, and pick apart from watching things over and over again, um, but, like, ha ch making choice on the, the lighting and the color correction and all of this, um, to, like, really set the tone for a place and set, and show the differences in, in different locations. Um, let me go make sure that my dinner is not boiling over in the... Oh, fuck. Uh, you stay there. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, okay. Cheese is getting everywhere. Ah! Well, we'll deal with that later. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, this is a, this is a, a trick that um, they use often uh, in a very, very negative way to portray the Middle East or India or Pakistan where they like yellow grade uh, like it's especially in Iraq and Iran, it's like the yellow grade the the color the color so that it like looks like weird and hazy and like deserty and and third worldy and then like you look up actual pictures of these places and it's like bright blue sky and 
and clear like sandstone and things like that. Um, and you're like, hmm, I wonder why my perception of this was so was so different. It's because it's portrayed really terribly in movies. Um, and so this kind of this kind of choice of like using not only uh, the the sort of the story and stuff like that to and the types of shots that you're using to differentiate places, but also like the effects and the 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 um, technical limitations and uh, choices to differentiate things, it can be used for for evil <laughs> in in things like that, um, and especially like when we start to uh, have like very strong associations where like you know if you see a a still of a movie and it has that sort of color grading, you are gonna think Middle East uh, even if you don't want to because you've if you've seen enough movies made in Hollywood in particular, then that's just what your your brain will think of. Um, in the same way that if you saw a scene where it was color graded very blue, you'd think, okay, this must be cold or watery. Fuck. Well, okay, apparently that was the later when I had to deal with that, huh? Uh, okay. Smoke alarm's gone. My smoke alarms are so fucking sensitive. The second this cheese is just a little bit too toasty on this, on this tray. Oh boy, oh boy. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh yes. So like some, it's so. Uh, there are some tricks that like get used so often that we just associate them with the things that they are meant to portray. In the same way that like we do with music, of like you hear a minor chord and you're like, oh that's sad, um, and you hear a major chord and you're like, oh that's happy. Um, and that's only true if you are ingrained in Western music and Western tonality, um, in the same way that, like, the, the things that I'm describing are only true if you're ingrained in, uh, Western or Hollywood in particular, like, movie techniques. Um, but so anyway, so I just thought that this, that I love, I love this, this sort of decision making, um, when it comes to differentiating things, and I love playing around with... Um, well, I don't love it personally because I don't do this, but like playing around with the sort of things that you take for granted in a movie, like the aspect ratio or uh, uh, the resolution or, or, or other things like that, or the lighting in particular. Um, and so I just thought this, this was a really fun moment and it was a really cool way to draw the viewer's attention directly to it. Um, and it doesn't just slip by. Um, because what I was going to say next is, um, all of these other movies that have done this same thing. Um, and there are, like, so I, I knew for sure that the Grand Budapest Hotel did because I had seen a little bit about the movie before I watched it. Um, and I think I recalled that, that somebody had said that the aspect ratio changes, um, in the different levels of the story. So, like, you know, you've got the the outermost layer that's like the girl going to the grave of the the writer, and then you've got a slightly inner level, which is the writer telling the story, and then you've got a slightly le inner layer, which is the writer himself being at a place, and then you've got a slightly inner level, which is the, you know, like, and you keep going down and down and down, like those, those uh, nesting dolls, um, and each one of them has like a slightly different aspect ratio um, in order to sort of visually help you tell what level of the story that you're on. Um, and so that one I picked up on because I kind of knew about it ahead of time. And I feel like there's, there was something else that I watched recently that this is the case 
two that I just like could not uh, could not figure out, couldn't find on any lists that I was looking at. But um, these lists that I find that I found um, most of these movies on there that I've seen, I'm like, wait a second, what do you what do you mean? What are you talking about, huh? Um, like in particular, um, Brother Bear and The Life of Pi are both movies that I've seen at least. Like, Life of Pi, I've seen at least two or three times. Um, Brother Bear, probably, like, three or four at the low end of the scale, because I had that on VHS and watched that, like, over and over and over again. Um, But, no, so both of those movies feature this, like, the same sort of thing. Um, This one one list on IMDb, somebody called it shape-shifting movies, which I really love that that term. I don't know if that's actually a, a thing or if that was just somebody saying that. Um, but like both of those do it in a very, very subtle way. So, uh, apparently what happens in Brother Bear is, um, when Kenai gets turned into a bear, the aspect ratio goes from like a sort of smaller, uh, boxier thing to a widescreen. Um, and this apparently was a thing that happened in theaters too. They had like the curtains pull back more and more space gets opened up and it's like, you know, supposed to be the broadening view of, of Kenai as as this bear that he didn't see as a human. Um, and like, that's something that's just so powerful because I do, I don't remember this shift in aspect ratio. I do remember the like, the gorgeous scenery, uh, like shots of like them walking through and it just feels like it's like an endless, like horizontal movement. Um, and so even though I don't remember that aspect ratio change, I still feel like can feel it in the in the sort of like um in what i remember of that movie um and the same thing with life of pi apparently it's used um and i wish i like i tried to look this up and i couldn't find this exact spot uh in the movie but it it is used in this part where the the fish are jumping out of the water and round the boat um and the aspect ratio is like slightly smaller than the screen so that way some of the fish can jump out of the frame and into the black beyond the frame and it gives this 3d effect and i think added to that fact that like the movie came out in 3d and then you've got this like gorgeous sort of fish leaping straight out of the water in order to to um to to create movement and to create like a, another dimension and it's so like Again, I don't remember this happening. Do I remember that scene with the fish jumping? Do I remember every single beautiful scene in this movie? Yes, because it's just a gorgeous, like, gorgeous uh, film. And again, it's like, no, I don't remember this very specific thing happening, but I do remember the feeling that they were trying to evoke with it, and I remember it being successful. Um, So it's really cool that these things like, stick with you even if you're not noticing them happening. Like, you know, a lot of these other examples, I think one of them was uh, The Dark Knight Knight Rises that um, uses a more vertical aspect ratio in all of the shots of the city uh, to give this appearance of, like, these high rises uh, that are narrow and tall, um, and it really sets you in the space. Uh, Most of the other ones do the thing where, like... um, uh, oh, I think Enchanted does this, where like the aspect ratio between the cartoon world and the real world are different, um, or like you've got uh, I think the Sting does it where they, I I can't actually I can't remember what what their thing is, but I feel like there was like a, a flashbacks in that movie too, um, 
but like a lot of the times it's used in the flashbacks or the framing devices or something like that where like if you're if you're you know in the real world you're in the normal aspect ratio of whatever the time is that the movie was being made and if you're not you're in a slightly smaller or slightly larger or slightly wonky one um to kind of put you in a different in a different space physically as much as possible um anyway i i like want to go look up more of this i want to go figure out exactly like like i want to find more funky moments like the the one in the pen, in um pentaveret in particular because like i said like that one just it's you cannot miss this change in aspect ratio unlike any of these other movies where like uh it's 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 possible for you to watch it even even like some of the ones that i did pick up on like it's still possible for you to watch this without ever noticing that but this one it's like <laughs> almost it is unless you are looking down at your phone there's no way that you miss this weird ass moment where you have two different aspect ratios being shown on the screen at the same time um and i i'm interested to know what other uh movies and tv shows like play with that and and fiddle around with these things and like draw attention to the fact that they are movies i i love that kind of stuff in media um things i mean i i just finished reading the storied life of aj fickery that is really a book that is like it draws so much it's it's a love letter to books and it draws so much attention to the fact that it is a book um in such a good way that makes you like uh question its its creation and question the characters within it and like how we uh see them as characters and how they can see themselves as characters too um and how they subvert those expectations and how they really do conform to them um and i like to see that in movies and tv shows too so i want to find more stuff like that um anyway i'm going to go scrape burnt cheese out of my oven <laughs> um thank you for this goodbye